Oh, that is doing better. Amen. Amen. Now it's a it's a it's a great blessing and a privilege to have the help of God to enter into the sixth month of the year. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And the number six means man. But you see, man is helpless without God. And so we want to ask for the help of God and speak into the man. Bible says in Genesis 2 7 that when God created man from the dust of the you know, ground, he breathed into man and he became a living being or living soul. So it is the breath of God that gives us life. And we want to pray that, Lord, let your breath come unto me, into my home, into my marriage, into my children's life, Amen. into my business, into my finances. Whatever that needs life, let your breath come into it. In, 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 in uh, Exodus, uh, sorry, Ezekiel 37, 1 to 10, the Bible says that the, the Lord, the hand of the Lord took Ezekiel into a valley full of dry bones and uh, when he inspected it was full of, I mean it was very dry and he asked him the verse number 3 that can these dry bones live and then he said Lord thou knowest, that means that you know and he said prophesy to these bones and say to them oh dry bones hear the word of the Lord and verse 5 says that the Lord said surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. That means that the breath of God causes things that look dead to live. Amen. Amen. So we want to pray that Lord may your spirit come upon me may your breath enter into me. Whatever looks like is dead let it receive life in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So we are going to lift our hands and we are going to pray into the month want to ask that let your presence let your living waters flow over my soul let your
I am a human being. Whatever you need to do for man to flourish, may you do it for me. Touch my life. Let your presence overshadow me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Anything that constitutes a mountain, let it be level. Valleys be exalted. I command my Jericho walls to fall flat before me. Any arsenal released by the enemy against me, let them melt into water and flow away in the name of Jesus. I pray let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in my life. Say, I command the man and I declare your grace and I declare your glory. I call for destiny helpers to come unto me in the name of Jesus. I pray for angelic assistance in the name of Jesus. I speak to gates to my next level to be open. Favor gates, honor gates, good health gates, marital gates, children gates, progress gates, financial gates. Be open now. As I clap my hand, I make a demand. Let there be a chain. Let, let there be a chain to a new thing in my life. This man, in the name of Jesus, lift a voice and talk to God. He said, Lord, anybody that has to make a decision, let them make a decision on my behalf. In the name of Jesus. Talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Talk to him now, talk to him now, talk to him now, talk to him now. Way maker, tell the Lord, make a way. You are the way maker. Make a way. Make a way for me. Make a way for me. 
Make a way for my children. Make a way for my business. Make a way for my ministry. Make a way. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we make a miracle work from His Believe that song you are singing. Sing with life. My God, that is who you are. You are here. Somebody celebrate your victory, celebrate your answered prayer, celebrate the God. Oh, listen, if you didn't borrow your hands, that you will take the hands back home. Eh? You see, when you when when something is borrowed, that is when you are very you know conservative with that. But if it's your own, you are very liberal in the usage. If your hands are your own and your mouth is your own. Put those hands together. Appreciate the most high God. And say, Lord, I'm grateful to you for your love and your mercies. Oh, hallelujah. What a blessing. 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 Amen. Before I start preaching, I have a beautiful lady here. Been my friend for so many years. And uh, I haven't seen her in a while. But it's a pleasant surprise to see her. And she's still looking very young. I'm, I'm wondering the secret after. I'm going to ask her, amen. But good to have a dear Auntie Lydia here. Amen. God bless you. 
Yeah. It's been wonderful to have you in church. Amen. Uh, lift your hand and say, Lord, speak to me. Change my heart. Turn my life around. Anoint me and use me for your very purposes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, speak through me. Touch my lips. Let me speak your oracles. Let the lives of your people be blessed. Let the lost be saved. The sick be healed. The bound be loose. The oppressed be set free. In Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Take your seat. Amen. Today I'm talking about the importance of the presence, having the presence of God. Just what it's important to have the presence of God. The presence of God is so important that uh, when Jesus had to start his public ministry, he coveted that presence. In Luke chapter 3, verse number 21 and 22, the Bible says that, and Jesus being baptized and praying, the heaven was open. Now, why did Jesus need the presence of God? Because, you know, there is a bad devil on this earth. And whatever plans that God has for you, he may want to withhold that plan. He want to abort and subvert those plans. Are you getting me? And so, we need to be able to overcome this devil who would want to stop you from possessing your possession. Remember, Obadiah 117 says that upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. But then the enemy will not let you possess your possessions until you fight for what is yours. In Micah 6.1, it says, Arise, contend before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. And in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, the Bible says that we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. It's very frustrating to fight somebody that you can't see. And so you can't see the devil, but his works are a manifestation about the fact that there's a fight, there's somebody who opposes you. Are you getting me? Yeah, he's an adversary to you. And so how are you able to overcome him? If 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 5 says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, that means they are not physical, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. So it means that the works of darkness must be cast down. And how do you cast them down? How do you cast them down? You cannot do that by your physical flesh. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says that not by mind, nor by power, so not by your physical mind. You cannot be a mature man and be able to fight the devil. You don't fight uh, the devil with your machosism. Amen? Or your feminism. You, 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 can't, you can't tempt the devil. <laughs> Are you getting me? Uh, you, 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 but, and, and so you need to be able to overcome him with a spiritual force. Hallelujah. That overcoming with a spiritual force. And, and what you need is the anointing. You need anointing. You need the presence of God. Someone said the anointing. Yeah. In Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. Isaiah 10 27. He says, It shall come to pass in that day that his devil's burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So you see that it's anointing that destroys the yoke. That the anointing is constituted in the presence of God. 
And that's why when Jesus was being baptized, when Jesus came, he knew that there was an opposition to face. In your marriage, there will be opposition. In your business, there will be opposition. In your education, there will be opposition. Whatever you are doing, there will be opposition. And the way to overcome the opposition is to have a helper. Amen? The psalmist was so wise to say that unless the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. Psalm 127. Amen? And so, there is a need for a helper. And the helper is the Lord. And you get the help through his presence. Somebody say his presence. And that's why when Jesus came, before he started his public ministry, he converted the presence of God and he got it by prayer. Somebody say prayer. So in Luke 3.21, the Bible says that whilst he was being baptized and praying, the heaven was open. And the verse 22 says that when heaven was open, he says that, and the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily form like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven and said, this is my beloved son, you are my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. It was after this that, he, you know, he went through the temptation, and after the temptation, he went in the power of the Holy Ghost, and he was able to, uh, I mean, overcome the enemy, and God used him in many, many mighty miracles. And as I uh, uh, in, in Luke 4, 18, after this uh, experience, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted and proclaim liberty to the captives. It means that whatever Jesus did, it was because of the Spirit of God, the presence of God that was with him. And when you look at Acts 10, 38, Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Amen. He was just like women who cream themselves either with inku cream, with all kinds of pomade, media, whatever. So Jesus was creamed. He, he was smeared with the Holy Ghost and with power. Hallelujah. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth how God, so in the same way, how God will anoint you and put your name there from wherever with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. So you overcame the devil because God was with him. That means that for, so you can say for the presence of God was with him. <laughs> Amen. So we need a presence. Hallelujah. We need a presence. Sometimes, listen, you think that oh, I'm going to get some power, some mojos to become successful in business. And maybe you are in some kind of business, but your, your competitor will go for a higher mojo. Yeah, mojo to mojo. Yeah. And somebody say, man pass man. Uh, and iron pass iron. But when they go for their mojos, there's a superior, superior power that is, that, that is represented by the Spirit of God. That's why Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen? But every tongue that rises up in judgment, you shall condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness of me, see the Lord, the presence of God. So even when they take you to juju, it won't work. Even when they plot anything against you, it won't work. Because greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. 
1 John 4, 4. And 1 John 5, 4 and 5 says that you have got little children and have overcome the world. Amen. You have got, that means that you come from God. Amen. 1 John 4, 4. You have got little children and have overcome the world. Amen. And uh, then 1 John 5 says that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And the thing that is, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And I like the verse 5. We say that who is he overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Then you are overcome of the world. Amen. Yeah. So you realize that we need the presence of God. You need the presence of God to overcome that person who is smiling with you but is plotting evil against you. You need the presence of God to be successful in your relationship, successful in your marriage, to be successful in taking care, even your children. Sometimes the children can be very hypocritical. They'll follow you to church, but they do something else. Yes. There's a young guy who gave his testimony. He said by the age of 13, 14, he was, he was, he was smoking weed. Yeah, his parents didn't know. And he would come to church as an usher, and still be smoking weed with his friends. So he had an encounter. So you can be in church. You see, you can, you can pass through the church, but the church will not pass through you. You need to have a supernatural encounter. It was when he had an encounter with the Lord that he changed. So you, we need to be able to hand over our children into the hands of God. Our parents in the hands of God. Our spouses in the hands of God. Amen. Sometimes I say, I'm controlling my wife. I want to know whether my husband is doing something bad. Then you go and pick his mobile phone. And then you are looking. You want to get heart attack. Because of a man die early. Don't die. You are not the Holy Spirit. You are not God. Leave him in the hands of the Holy Spirit. I've decided not to be troubled about anything. But if you have a problem, I talk to him and I finish. I'm not a problem solver. God is a problem solver. My responsibility is he said, he said, call unto me, I'll hear you and I'll answer you. He didn't say that, you know, give the answer to the people. He said, call, I will hear you and I will answer. And I will show unto you great and mighty things. Don't take the place of God. Don't take the place of God. Hand over your children to God. You, you didn't have anything. It's God who brought a child. He, he brought the children. He gave you a husband. He gave you a wife. He gave you whatever. He gave you the business. If things are not working well, hand over to him. Let his breath enter into it. Let his breath enter into that man. Let his breath enter into that spirit. Oh. When the breath of God enters the person, you will change. Yeah. When the spirit of God hand over issues unto God. Hand over people unto God. Somebody in those days say, are you going to tell me? Yes. Just that people can take people to court and the state takes over the matter to hand over the matter to the state of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we need the presence of God. And in the Old Testament, there was one man who also needed the presence of God. So we want to talk about why do we need the presence of God? Number one, you need the presence of God because a great man, prophet of God like Moses needed the presence of God. Amen? Moses needed the presence of God to go up with him. Exodus chapter 33, verse 
15 and 16 and verse 14. 15, 16 and 14. Now, the Lord told the people of Israel, he was going with them and said, you know what? I will let my angel accompany you. When you start from the verse number one, I'll let my angel accompany you as you're going. And then I'll drive away the Canaanites and the Hivites and go. And, 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 and Moses said, no, 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 no. And God said, you know why I'm not going to go with you? Because you guys are stiff-necked. And if I'm with you, you are going to annoy me and I'm going to kill you. So I will not go with you. And Moses said in the verse number 15, Exodus 33, 15, are you here with me? He said, if your presence, God, so God said, you know, I'm not going to go with you, but I will let my angel go with you. You know, it's like somebody is there and say, I, I won't go with you. Your parents say, I won't go with you, but I'll let the house help go with you. You know. And there are some things, it doesn't take house help. Yeah. Like you have, you have, there are some school issues. You, you must be there. Or your parent must be there. Yeah, your parent must be there. Like the woman whose son passed in, 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 in Second Kings chapter 4. He said, Elisha said, he said, my servant is going to go with you. He said, no, this time no. Master, it's not servant matter. And you want me no call. Won't come me for me. And you are a Thank you. It's not going to happen. It's you. Amen. And so, go to that scripture for me. Moses said, if your presence does not go with us, then don't bring us up from here. And then he asked a question. The verse 16. How will it be known that your people have found grace in your sight? It means that when, you see, when somebody goes along somewhere with you, it means that you have found grace. In fact, when somebody talks to you, listen to me from today, eh, when you lose grace in the eyes of somebody, he doesn't talk to you. When there's someone who talks to you and he stops talking to you, he, he, he sees you and the way he talks to you, he doesn't talk to you that way again. He doesn't respond to you that way again. Don't get agitated. Don't get angry. Don't let your pride work. Rather go to him and find out. Find out know that you are losing some favor and say that, oh, is there anything I've done wrong? If I've done anything wrong, have mercy on me. I hope you're getting me. If somebody used to give you jobs and he doesn't give you a job again, don't get angry. Rather, in humility, go to the person and say that, hey, these days I don't get a job, so if there's anything I've done, forgive me or whatever. Are you getting me? Yes. So, he said that, so anytime you have somebody calls to come and do something for me, you have found grace. In fact, the more effective you are, the more work is given to you. It's true. Anytime you find out that somebody is giving you more work to do, it means that you have, you have, you, you have, you have, your work you do is being appreciated. And that is why they are giving you more. It's not because they are punishing you. It means it's because you are a dependable person. Yes. Yeah. If you are not dependable, why would I? If I have something to do and you won't do it well, why would I ask you to do it again? But if I keep telling you that, please, do this, do that, do that, it means that I trust you. It means that you are doing something well. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. For all the human beings in Genesis 
chapter 6. Bible says, and Noah found grace in the sight of God. And God spoke to him. So, how come God spoke to him? Because he found grace. And that's the reason why he instructed him. So, anytime you find grace, you are instructed. When God gets angry with you, he doesn't talk to you again. I mean, we, we humans, when you're upset with somebody, you don't talk to the person again. So he said, how, how can people know, how can we know that we have found grace in your side? Except you go along with us. So there are times that there are some places. You see, one day, one of our church members had an issue. It was a very serious issue. Then she asked, she asked that I go with her. And I normal said, but I just, something touched me, I said, go along. And my presence there by the grace of God helped to solve the situation. Yes, I went along. I went along. You see, I, I went along. I could have said, I'm sending somebody. Or I won't go. So when you get somebody to go along with you, and you young people, when your father goes along with you, your father is driving you to school, up and down, or goes along with you to go to certain places, it is grace. Yeah, because not everybody gets it that way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, not everybody gets that way. So let's let's work the scripture. Let's work the scripture. He said, how will it be known that your people have found grace in your sight? Except you go with us. So we shall be separate. So we shall be separate. And your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So grace. Huh? Grace. When you, the presence of God with you separates you from others. The presence of God with you will separate you from death. One day. I hear with me. I went to pray for somebody, one, one of our church members in the hospital. And there was somebody lying opposite. I actually saw the person's mother, what the person was suffering from. It had happened to a relation before. Eh? The person's relation. The same symptom, the person died. So when the person was facing that, the person's mother couldn't stay there. And so the mother left the, the, the ward. And I saw the spirit of death. Yes. I saw the spirit of death. There. And as we prayed and released the presence of God over this church member, the spirit moved onto the other person and the person died. Yes. So, when I prayed, but because I was in the world and I was praying, and then the people were saying, oh, I should pray. It, uh, it was going to be all to just to pray for one person, not to pray for another person. So I just went and, and, and stood there. But I knew the person was gone. The spirit had entered into another one. The spirit of God separates us. The spirit of God causes the accident that wants to kill you for you to have a divine escape. Are you here with me? So do not joke with the spirit. Do not joke with the presence of God. The presence. Someone say, The presence. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, I need the presence. Say, Lord, I need you. Amen. So, and when you read in the verse number 14, God said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. From today, may the presence of God be with you. And may the presence give you rest. 
In Noah's day, the more the floods came, the higher the ark rose, and the ark rested upon Mount Ararat. Whatever is coming against you because of the presence of God, may it rather raise you higher, and may your life rest on a higher plane in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see a special blessing come upon your life. The second reason why you need the presence of God is because of your weakness, your dishonor, and your corruption. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 42 to 44. 1 Corinthians. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. Take note, corruption. It is raised in corruption. Continue, please. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in natural body. It is raised in a spiritual body. There's a natural body and there's a spiritual body. Hallelujah. You know, you will see that if you take babies, babies are born in weakness. And when you grow up, it looks like you're having some strength. But at the time of your death, you are weak again. Man's life has three components. There's weakness, there's corruption. Is that right? There's weakness and there's corruption. And we it's the spirit of God that helps you to be able to overcome the corruptivity of your lives. Some of us are coming from background that you see that there's a lot of corruption. Yeah? Attitudes, the attitudes, the negativities, the difficulties, the challenges. But the spirit of God helps excludes us. The spirit of God expunges and extracts us from that. When God was going to bless Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 verse 1, he told him, leave your father's house and leave your country and go to the place that I have ordained for you and there I will bless you. So it means that Abraham was coming from a house of idolatry, a country of idolatry, and he said, leave the place. It means that spiritually, there are things that you need to leave from your father's house and mother's house that influence you negatively. Amen. That, the corruption that is in the place, may the Lord free you from that. And his presence is what delivers you from that. May the presence of God deliver you from every negativity from your father's house and your mother's house. And any evil associated with any country of origin you come from in Jesus' name. Number three, you need the presence of God to go with you because you are nothing but grass. Man is grass. Someone say man is grass. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 6 to 8. We are grass. You see, when you know, it's important to know what you are and what you are not. <laughs> Amen. And what, when you know what you are, it, it humbles you. He says, the voice said, cry out. And he said, what shall I cry? And he said, let's read together. I want us, this, all of us to read this scripture together. All flesh is... Oh, I can't hear you. One, two. Again. And all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. Hey! Verse 7. The grass withers. The grass stays forever. All flesh is grass. The grass stays forever. The grass withers. The flower fades because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are. Verse 8. The grass withers, the flower fades. 
but the word of our God stands forever. All men are like grass. He didn't say they are like trees. They are grass. Are you getting me? And grass has no spine. It doesn't. It, does, it just falls. And the Bible says that the grass withers. So it means that when you see grass, you see yourself. See human beings. When you stand out of your window or wherever you see grass, it didn't even say shrubs. Eh? It didn't say shrubs. That you say maybe they have got some cholinchyma cells and sclerenchyma cells or whatever that, that makes it stand erect. But it says that all flesh is grass. Yes. It's nothing. It's not even cane. You cannot use grass, you know, as cane eh? to, to try and weave baskets. Yeah, you can. So it means we are nothing. We are nothing without God. All flesh is grass. And he says that our, our loveliness fades away like flowers. See, see the flowers? You see the petals? Sepals, petals, eh? Andresium, Ganesium, all those things, stamina, all those things. Then, then the next moment, before I realize you can't, it's all with it. And it fades away. Sometimes you see some people's pictures say, Is that you? Hey, you still have a lot of hell. Is that you? You see your gallus? Now the gallus are no more. Is that you that you used to have six pack? Now it's a pillow. What a shock. So when you are shaking yourself, you are shaking, you are shaking pillows. You see that you have tucked in the tummy. You have put you have put all kinds of bands. Yeah, one day. Is it two weeks ago? Somebody said, We can get you some something you will wear. When you wear it to depress. Oh. And that's your going. You see, all flesh is grass. The three bees, baldness is taking place. By focal, you are wearing glasses. Now, without your glass, you can't see properly. Eh? And then, the six pack has turned into one pack. Yeah. That's why, that's why Ex- uh, uh, Ecclesiastes 12 says that, remember the Lord in the days of your youth, before the evil days come. Look, I, I never thought me I would ever wear glasses. When the time came that I had to start wearing reading glasses, I said, me? I fought it up and said, so Charlie, the thing what well, can come, can come and has come so <laughs> that ensures that all flesh is grass yes I'm telling you all flesh is grass those days I could walk 40 miles in a day to go and preach now I don't think I can do that I could stand in a tractor for 24 hours Today, subject me to a few. This is even when I'm going to sit on an airplane for long hours, I don't like it. That's why I don't like traveling a lot. There. Ever, you sit down, you are gonna eat and sleep, eat and sleep, eat and sleep, eat. Oh, what kind of work is this? So you get there and say, Chale, Matahiko, let me see somewhere, let me be my whatever, travel two, three hours, you are someplace. Are you getting what I'm saying? All flesh is grass. So let's know that we are nothing. Yeah? You see, very pretty lady. As she's going now, you can see that now it's changing. Or Gwajoba. Yeah, it's a Gwajo. Yeah, let me say you're a Gwajo. 
And then when you see some grace growing, then you see that the corruption has begun. Graying. Corruption is going various places. And then you see your hair used to be grown all over the place. Now, anytime you go and do your hair, you see that that is going back. The problem has begun. All flesh is what? Grass. In fact, the surprising thing, can you imagine that President Rollins is dead? You can't imagine. It's like every time it's like the man is just still walking around. Last time I passed around their house somewhere in East Legon there. And those you see military people, whatever the the you know the trees and the long you know the lawns are kept well. This time you pass there and it's like the whole place is dead. The man is dead and the place is dead. So those of us who have all our heart is, I want to have house, I want to have this, it means nothing. Nothing. You've got a lot of buildings on earth, but not a stone in heaven. Nothing in heaven. Nothing in heaven. You are building nothing in heaven. Castles on earth. You see, in heaven there will be a lot of surprises. Yeah, people who feel big on earth. I've got cars. You know who I am? Who I am? Stop, stop thinking that way and stop talking that way. Do you know the kind of school I attended? Do you know the kind of bed I sleep on? Do you know the number of servants who serve me? Your greatness is not in the number of servants who serve you, but the servants you, people that you serve. Yes. People you give water to. People you give hope to. Those who you. All flesh is grass. I've seen so many important people that at a certain stage of their life, you see that they've turned into vegetables. That they are nothing. I said they are nothing. All flesh is grass. Grass is around today, tomorrow is not. Flower is around today, tomorrow is not. And every human may listen to me if you don't know how life is. When you go home and they are cooking rice, look at the way. When you lift the the ladle, sorry, the, 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 the lid, you see the vapor that comes out. That's how your life goes. So people live like they've never lived before. When you die, it's like you've never lived before. It's only on your death that people make noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two months later, nobody seems to remember you. It's only a few family members. That even after that, they are eating. They are going about. They are eating their jollof rice and going about. Their... Don't think that you will die for people to mourn forever. So you better live your life in such a way that when you die, you go to heaven, you get crowns in heaven. Yes. Crowns in heaven. Man is like a breath. His days are like a passing shadow. See, see the shadow? Your days are like a passing shadow. And man is like a breath. Bible says that your life is also salvation. Your life is like a vapor. If you take glass, I mean take a mirror, and you blow, you see the mist. That's your life. After some time, you don't see the mist again. That's it. That's how our lives are. Can I have an amen? So, build for God. Be, listen, be a kingdom builder. God told Noah, I'm going to destroy the earth. And God is going to destroy the earth. And what did he tell Noah to do? He told him to build an ark. Noah and his family built an ark. When they were building an ark, the people were mocking him. Listen to me. When you, are, you become a church builder, you are a builder of the house of God, a builder of the kingdom of God, people will laugh at you. They think you are wasting your time. But the time will come, the rains will begin. <laughs> and they entered the ark. 
Be an ark builder and an agent of salvation. Be known as a, a representative of the Lord, a preacher of the gospel. Stand for God. Let your money go into the things of God. People support uh, uh, Ghana most beautiful. Miss Ghana. All kinds of things. It's good. But make sure that you are supporting the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All other things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. All flesh is grass. Someone say, all flesh is grass. Yeah. So when you look out of your window and you see grass in the fields, they are people. Grass withers. Your goodliness, your beauty, your handsomeness. Yeah. Do you know that all men gradually lose their brightness, their freshness, and their color? Yes. Eh? One day, I was taken to go and see a very, very important person. He, this man had ever been a vice chancellor before. Those are to be a vice, first vice chancellor of one of our big universities. For a big university. Went to met him. He had traveled all around the world. This man could give lectures. He can stand and give three hour lecture, four hour lecture without looking to a book and speaking with precision. Loved by all kinds of women. Any woman he, wa- he wanted at that time at his beck and call. Yes, and the women themselves were ready to go to be, to be connected with him. Yes. I learned a lot when I met that man. And then I went and see what we're aspiring to become. To go to school, to become a professor, you know, to be this and that and that. He had become all those things. He had children, sons and daughters. So those of you who now want to marry, this man had married, had different women, had sons and had daughters. Yes, and grandchildren. And here he was, sitting in a wheelchair. Couldn't hold anything. The hands were not even strong to hold uh, 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 not even a, a, a cup, let alone to be able to hold a woman. Now, yes, the women that love him and you had to hold them. He used to hold, he can't hold them again. And now, not even the shoes, all the shoes were there. Because wearing only socks. Just socks and t- in a t shirt. And I saw that, Charlie. Oh, man, this guy is, is grass. And our loveliness is like a flower. His, he had faded. Yes. And he couldn't talk. The man who was so articulate. Are you, are you guys listening to me? Very articulate man. Oh. He could speak. He was sitting down. The hands were like this. And I preached to him. To receive Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. And after after the confession, if we were going, you could say his face had brightened. That was the last time I saw him. In about I think two two weeks or a month later or something, or shortly after he passed. Thank God we had the privilege to share Christ with him, lead him unto Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. So man is nothing. I hear with me. Yeah, all men. So from today, decide that you are going to live for the Lord. My lifetime, 
I will give God my lifetime. My lifetime. I will give God my lifetime. If I give God my lifetime, He will take care of me. He will never, He will never, never let me down. I will give God my lifetime. Now, the fourth reason that why we need the presence of God is because without Him, you can do nothing. Without Him, you can do nothing. Just what, without Him, I can do nothing. John chapter 15, verse number 5. I'm the vine, you are the branches. Hey. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So say, without me, you can do nothing. What's the meaning of nothing? Jesus was saying that without him, you can do nothing. Without him, Jesus, you can do nothing. Not that you can, you can do a few things. He didn't say you can do some minor things. He didn't say you, you can do a few spiritual things. He said you can do nothing. Nothing means what? Zero. Who said zero? Not zero, zero. Yeah. Yeah, it's zero. Zero. I want to say uh, zero with my Ghana English. Example. One Indian friend of mine, I travel. And he said, he said, Jonathan, we don't say zero, we say zero. So I said zero. <laughs> uh, so Jesus, you know, Jesus is saying that without me, you are what? You are zero. Amen. Yeah, you are zero. You are nothing. Nothing means what? Nothing. Nothing means nothing, and nothing means zero. When you say you got nothing, it means what? You got zero. So without Jesus, you are getting what? Zero. And you see, if a mother is there with a baby, without the mother, the baby is zero. The baby can't survive. The baby can't take care of itself. It can't feed itself. It can't bath itself. can't do a lot of things. Poo poo and wee on itself. The baby totally depends on the parents. So, you, you see, you must always see yourself like a baby. A baby who needs parents. A baby who needs God. Amen. Hallelujah. See that little girl sitting there? Bring her to me. Yeah, it's a baby. Yeah. See, guys, grown up a little. But you see, without the parents, without the parents, yeah, without the parents, this girl can do nothing. Without the parents, you are zero. Yeah. You see, she's wearing a nice dress. Yeah. With a chain with a cross pendant, eh? and you have a phone. Charlie, you are blessed. Eh? You have a phone. Without your parents, you are zero. Have you seen it? If you leave this child somewhere, he's finished. So, without God, we are nothing. But with God, eh? with God, all things are possible. And he turns you from a nobody to a somebody. He picks you from a zero position to a, a hero location. You are moving from zero to hero. In the name of Jesus. Can I have an amen? And the next thing is, you need God's presence to go with you because it will transform your destiny. 
God's presence will transform your destiny. Hallelujah. I must say that by the grace of God, God's presence has transformed my destiny. Bless me with a beautiful wife, lovely children, you know, traveled. Yes, 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 yes. If you're clapping, give God a hand of praise. Janus. Almost every country that I've gone to, by the grace of God, it's not because of my university education, it's because of the presence of God, the grace of God. And I go to places and people give me first class treatment and blessings. Are you getting me? Yes, the presence of God. I, 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 I it was a time I went to live with a, you know, a family in, in, in the U.S. and all those things. And when the man said, you know what, I want to give you a kiss anytime you come to the U.S., just, you don't even need to call us. This is your key. Take the key and come come to the house. And recently I was there, just a few days ago, I got, I got a phone call. And somebody said, I, I came from the U.S. And that this person, you know, they sent me to, and I want you to know that I'm in Ghana, but they, 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 they sent that I should bring you some money. I, I don't know. They are not my, that's not my father's ch- children, whatever. The presence is bringing me presents. <laughs> Are you guys with me? The presence. Like my sister here is a presence. Yeah, presence. I could go to their home, eat everything, be their family, flow together. Presence. The presence. Presence. So you need the presence. I tell you, we need the presence. Don't throw away God. Don't throw away fellowshipping. Yeah, Hebrews 10 25. He said, Don't neglect the assembly of yourselves as the manner of psalmist. Every time we gather, it drives away the devil. Let me tell you something. Anytime, let me give you a secret. Anytime you feel harassed you feel, you, and you hear voices, you are nothing. You are going to die. You are whatever. Tell somebody, put me in a car. Bring me to the house of God. Place me in front of the altar. Let the devil come and meet me before God. Every time that you come to the house of God, no matter, you see, as the preaching is going on and as you are worshipping, before I realize that the devil's influence diminishes. Yes. The devil's influence diminishes. Sicknesses begin to go away. Why? Because, you see, darkness cannot face the lights. No matter how dark, pitch dark the darkness is, the moment you introduce little light, it runs away. So the more the light, that's why prayer is important. Because the more you pray, are you here with me? The more you pray, the closer you get to God. And so you become one with, I mean, with God as you pray unto him. And that is why in order to call the presence of God, you need to pray. Amen? When Jesus was being baptized and praying, the heaven was open, the Holy Spirit came upon him. In the book of Acts, the Bible says that when the disciples prayed, the presence of God came into the room and the room shook. Amen? Yes. And then as you praise God and you worship God, Psalm 22 verse 3, God inhabits the praise of his people. If you want to have the presence of God, learn to be somebody who praises God and worships God. Psalm 100, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart, enter his courts with praise. Be somebody who is thankful. When you are thankful, you'll be graceful. Yeah. The word for thanks in the Latin and in, in, in Spanish and go is gracias. Gracias, gracias, which means well, which also means grace. 
So when you thank God, you receive grace. And grace means undeserved favor will come to you. Yeah. Anytime, listen, when someone gives you something and you thank him, the person is happy and wants to give you more. So learn to be a thankful person. When somebody gives you something, say, oh, hey, oh, good. If it's pain, don't say it's just, just a pain. No. So thank you for this pain. Thank you for thinking about me. Even a pen, uh, even a pen top, the lid. Say thank you. I can use it for something. Are you here with me? Yes. Just learn to be thankful. So thanksgiving. Be, to, to, in order to call the presence of God, you need to be what a thankful person. You need to be what a prayerful person. You need to be a worshipful person. Yeah? <laughs> John chapter four. Verse 23-24, God is a spirit and they that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. For God seeketh such. Amen? So God is seeking. So where he sees worship, he goes there. And a church and a people and a house that worships God, a certain light shows forth for angels, it shows forth for angels to visit the place. Cornelius was a man of prayer and almsgiving. Eh? Acts chapter 10. And the Bible says that when he was, he, because he prayed and he gave arms, as he was praying and giving arms, the angel of the Lord visited him. Hey! This thing called prayer, this thing called worship, it draws the presence of God. Jesus said, my father has not left me because I please him. I obey him. So obedience unto God brings the presence of God. When we walk with the Lord, in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. For we know his glory. He abides with us. Watch it, watch it. Eh? When we do his good will, he abides with us. And with all who will trust and obey. So when we, when we do his will, he abides with us. And when you don't do his will, Leaves you. When you are talking to somebody, he doesn't do that. You leave the person. But when he keeps doing it, you are with him. And he says, Lo, I am with you always. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory is shed on our way. How we do his good will. He abides with. I said is what? It, the presence will transform you. Make you beautiful. Listen, when you worship God eh, and you have the presence of God, you, you begin to look more beautiful. The Bible said when Jesus went to pray, eh, his countenance glowed. His, even his clothing was shining. Yes. When you see a person who prays, you see as he's growing, he's looking younger. When you see a person also who leads a bad life, drinking as well, you see that, you see they age quickly. 
You go to the red zone and see, look at the girls over there. Young girls, they look very haggard. When you might turn to the Kamasots. You know Kamasots. Yeah. Yes. Yes, because there's no present, there's no glory. Living in sin. But when you walk, when you begin to, you get the presence of God. Because God is ageless, agelessness comes to you. Yes. Yeah, we have a song like that. He's ageless. So as you stay in his presence, you see that you begin to look younger. You begin to look fresher. You begin to look more beautiful. More handsome. Receive that grace. Amen. Amen. So in Genesis chapter 28, verse 11 to 15, the Bible says concerning uh, 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 Jacob, that as was leaving his father's house uh, to go to the house of Laban, you know, he came, he got to a place where he, he had to sleep. So he took a, 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 some stones, put it there, and slept on it. And then he dreamt a dream that some angels of God where there's a ladder with angels of God ascending and descending, you know, on it. And he didn't know on top of it stood God, and God spoke to him, and he said, I didn't know that this is the house of the Lord. But the verse 15 is what I want us to read because of time, you know, work that scripture. And the Lord spoke to him, is that right? Because, listen, he waited on God. He waited on God. Why is that? Eh? Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. He, he waited on God over there that night as he was there God and was sleeping and God gave him a dream and the angels of God were ascending they ascended with his desire and prayer and they descended with the answer amen and whilst there God was on top of the ladder because that on top of the ladder was we said this is the gate of heaven and God said I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. May this become your portion this month. May God be with you and keep you wherever you go. And he said, I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done that which I have spoken to you. Let it be your prayer, the Lord. May you never leave me until you have done what you said you do for me. Whatever you say you do for my family. You do for my children. What has God said that you do for your children? Isaiah 54, 13. He said that your children shall be taught of the Lord and grace shall be their peace. So let it become your prayer. Say, Lord, you said my children shall be taught of you. That means that social media is not going to teach them. Bad friends are not going to teach them. But you shall teach them and grace shall be. Shalom shall be their portion. Shalom means that nothing broken within their walls. Everything intact. There will be uncommon provision and protection over their lives. Can I have an amen? According to Psalm 112, verse uh, 2 and 3, he said, The seed of the upright shall be mighty. Therefore, my children shall be mighty. Amen. Wealth and riches shall be in their house. Ooh, what a blessing. Hallelujah. According to Psalm 113, verse 7 to 9. He raises the poor out of the dust and leaves the needy out of the downhill. So Lord, if I am poor, I am a candidate for your blessing. He raises the poor out of the dust. If anybody is laughing at you, let let them. This scripture will raise you up. He God raises the poor out of the dust. I see you being lifted out of the dust and out of the downhill that he might set him among the princes. Verse 8. I see God setting you among the princes, even the prince of his people. Then he said, he maketh the barren woman to keep us. In order to keep us, it means you must be married. It means that the Lord will settle you in a good marriage. 
Oh, the Lord will set you in a good marriage. Your marriage will be beautiful. It shall be sweet. You will have children. And your children will be special. They call you daddy and mommy. That shall become your portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive that grace. Receive that anointing. The presence of God is what changed Jacob's life. Laban tried to change his salary ten times. But he couldn't be cheated. Listen, human beings will try to cheat you. But God will still let you flourish. Because your life is not in the hands of men. Your life is in the hands of God. I personally have come to realize that whatever God wants to do for you, he will do for you. Just believe him. Just trust him. If you don't get it here, it will come another way. Can I have an, an amen? Yes. There's been times that I've been around and people are not in this church who send and say, I'm sending you money for your projects. Yes. I'm sending you money. I have a friend. Every time, every night, you call and say that, are you not doing anything in the church? I want to come and sow. He got so, he, he started getting so blessed that now the wife also decided to join. Yes. The wife also decided to join in the giving. I told you that the project we are doing, the money is not just coming from our church. Alone. Other people who believe in this ministry, they get up and say, I want to sow this. I want to do this. I want to do that. Including Bishop Dan. Yes. I never asked him for a penny. He just came. Our first ten pillars here. He's the one who gave the money for it. I didn't have the money. He just said, the extension. Anytime you sit at the extension here, you must know that he gave that money. 20,000. And I was just there. One of his secretaries said, I never asked him. And I never told him that we even needed any money. But God who knows our needs. God knows your needs. And God knows who he will speak to. And when God speaks to somebody, the person will respond to it. May God speak to people to come and help you. Can I have an amen? I see God making a way for you. So, Jacob's destiny was because of the presence of God. He said, Lord, if you will not bless me, I'm not going to let you go. He wrestled with the Lord all night. And ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. This is a season to wrestle with God. So, Nyankupani says, I say, Dama, Dama, Busumi, say, Nshama, Minjao. Mrs. Nshama, Minjao. When Shramia, Minjao. I want that change. And God likes that challenge. Touch my children. Touch my business. Touch my church. Lord, let there be a change. And God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He will do it for you. And finally, how do you get the presence of God? Yeah. Finally, why do we need the presence of God? Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17. Zephaniah. Zephaniah. Z-E-P-H-A-N-I-A. <laughs> Zephaniah. Zephaniah. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. Mighty means he possesses might. It means he's powerful. So the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is what? Powerful. If the Lord is in your house, your house is? If the Lord is in your education, your education is? If your Lord is in your marriage, your marriage is? If the Lord is in your community, your community is? If the Lord is in your church, your church is? So what do you need in your life? You need the presence of God. The Lord in the midst of thee is mighty. 
He will save. He is mighty to do what? He is mighty to save. He will rejoice over you with joy. It means that joy shall become your portion. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. He will rest in his love. Love will be dispensed unto you. And he will joy over you with singing. Eh? You will be rejoicing in the Lord your God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word. But I'm out of time. Amen. This, this month, this year, is going to be your season of walking in the anointing. Walking in the supernatural. The presence of God will turn your life around and make a way for you. The presence of God will fight your enemies and give you the upper hand. The presence, I, I said the presence of God. Yeah. King Hezekiah took a threatening letter, placed it in the presence of God. <laughs> and God sent one angel one night, 138,000 of the enemy they were killed. Yes. God will take over your battles. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I have an amen? You want to pray and say, Lord, let your presence fall afresh upon me. Let your grace come upon me. Let your power. I need the every hour. Oh, us, Lord. No tender voice. No tender voice like that. I need the Lord. God, let your presence come upon my life. Yes, Lord. Do a new thing in my life. Every area in your life that needs a touch of the Lord, say, Lord, touch me. Touch me. Touch my joints. Touch my lips. Touch my hands. Touch my home. Touch my children. Those of my children who don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, may you touch them in the name of Jesus. Lord, touch my church. Make a way. Touch me with your heart. Touch me. Touch me, Lord. Touch me. I don't want to go the same. I don't want to leave this place the same. This month, Lord, I need your touch. Yes, my business. Touch my parents. Touch my children. Touch my friends. Touch my life. Touch me, Lord. Touch me with your hand. Jesus. Touch me with your hand. Touch me with your hand, Jesus. Touch me, 
into your hands. Satan, their body doesn't belong to you. I curse your way. Lose your hold from their backs, from their spines, and from their waist. Right now, I declare a spiritual lubrication of their waist, strength and wholeness. Right now, in the name of Jesus, every source of pain lose your power now lose your power now lose your influence now lose your ability now get out now in the precious name of Jesus be healed be healed be free be delivered now in Jesus precious name it's done amen move it whatever you couldn't do begin to do it whatever you couldn't do begin to do it thank you Jesus begin to do it begin to do it thank you Lord Jesus whatever you couldn't do 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 the sciatic nerve has been touched by the power of the Holy Ghost the sciatic nerve has been touched by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Do you know what? Just walk. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody are here and say, This man, I need a special touch. Just come to me. I want the special presence of the Holy Spirit upon my life. Bring me the oil. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sorry, Sorry, 
Shira Eka Onyangoba Naniba Ayeye Eka Onyangoba No Naniba Eka Onyangoba Spirit of God, come upon every one of them now. Let your presence, let your presence, as this oil touches them, let there be a turn around of the supernatural in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, the presence of the Lord is coming upon your life. Jesus, you are. Yes, yes. Hey, I feel that. I feel an anointing already. I feel His presence. Lord, let your presence. Let your presence. Onya mi so so samro upon you. There's a present, a new canopy coming upon you. There's a fresh anointing staring up inside of you. The Meshach anointing for excellence is coming upon you. The Balal anointing to overcome. The Adoshin anointing for favor and for wealth. And the Mimshak anointing for enlargement. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Receive fresh anointing over your life. In the name of Jesus, I receive the freshness myself. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Everything that is a yoke, we command it to be broken. 
I declare liberty for you. Amen. From the crown of your head to the soles of the feet. Amen. I pray a fresh stirring of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A fresh stirring of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus. 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 Power of the Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. I command your leg to be released. I command anything from your spine. Turn it back to me. I speak the straightening of your spine. I command this spine to be straightened now in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Lord, work your miracles. Let your glory. Let your presence overshadow them. From the crown of the head to the soles of the feet. Meet them at the point of their knees. Oh. Taking a deep breath, but I feel, I feel a, a strong oil, strong power is coming upon you. Strong power, strong presence of God is coming. It's turning things around. I can see everything turn around. Everything turn around. Everything turn around. Everything turn around. I can see everything turn around. Everything turn around. Everything turn around. Everything turn around. Father, I declare turn around. The Lord our God in the midst of us is mighty. Amen. May you be mighty in the midst of them. Amen. Whatever is a challenge, give them the upper hand. Amen. Let your grace and your glory become their portion. In Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. If you are sick in any part of your body, put your hand on your ch- that place. If you are believing God for a miracle, put your hand on your chest. I'd like to pray with you just briefly. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for miracles to release onto the lives of your people. Heal the sick in their eyes, in their backs, in their bodies, in their waist. In the name of Jesus, give them a song and a testimony. Let them live for joy. You are the way maker. Make a way for them. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Thank you. For the distribution of miracles, the release of angels in this place, in Jesus' name. Everybody say a big amen. amen. We do want to give God a hand of praise. Give a shout of praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Well, we want to. We want to. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want your sins to be forgiven. You want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Can you raise your right hand wherever you are? You want Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior and the King of your life. Is there anybody here like that? Or there are some habits that you want to change. You don't want to be the same again. You want the ch- those habits to be broken. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Father, for the salvation of your people. I pray now the stirring of a spirit of evangelism, commitment, and dedication to your work in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, hallelujah. Amen. Wow.